listening to Infinite Beat on Radio Valencia. This is Topazu. And right now, you're listening to a track off of the Meow Wolf Arcade soundtrack. This is Miami Memories from Yvette Sharish. She's also known as Sharushi. There's a quote um, that's been lingering for the past, I want to say, month or so um, from Derek Carter. And it says, I have friends and I love them. And if they weren't here, neither would I be. I'm not going to pretend to know anything other than this. It is in this statement that reminds me of why I do this show, why I've spent the past two years talking about all of these people in a very small community of DJs and producers and promoters, dancers and friends here in the Bay Area. They motivate me, they support me, they inspire me. And frankly, this show is no different in that way. The only difference is that this show is about people who are no longer physically here. But instead, they surround us constantly with the inspiration of their work, the gift of their knowledge, and their love. So today, we are focusing on three artists in particular uh, that are not here. Um, in this first broadcast, we're talking about Chelsea Faith Dolan, Shirushi. We're talking about Johnny and Gats, Matt, and Griffin Madden of Triworks. And I have been able to bring a lot of my friends here in the studio to talk about them with you today. So uh, I will note that this is only a two-hour program, and uh, this is only a two-part series that we could do. Um, there's a lot of spectacular work from artists we simply don't have enough time for for this particular program. People like Jason McCarty of Coral Remains, Ben and Donalda of Intraflirt, uh, creatives like Kiyomi, Tanie. I urge you to learn more about them, every single one of them, and their work. There is a wonderful series of articles about them that KQED put together, and it is really important to us that you take some time to learn about these unbelievably talented people that inspire us, all of us here in this room, and here in our community. So um, I'm just going to start by talking about Chirushi. Um, she is one of the most talented, beautiful, powerful female producers I think I have ever met in my life. And I got to have the pleasure of saying that she was only, not only my hero, but my friend. Her body of work expands from a massive collection of just beautiful, perfect, sparkling productions like the one that you're listening to right now, ferocious live sets, and some of the best radio broadcasts that I have personally learned quite a bit from over the years. So uh, I do have uh, with me a very special co-host. Um, he is also a local DJ here in the city. I have Blake here with me. So who's next up on the show? Hello. Hi. Um, so for the beginning, for for Cherushi's segment, um, we're going to have uh, Roche and David Siska. Um, Roche, also known as Ben. His artist name is Ben. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah ben, ben and Chelsea um, were the f first ones to kind of 
um, asked me to DJ for their Monday night, um, which was at uh, 222 Hyde at the beginning. Um, run the length of your wildness. Yeah, run the length of your wildness. Let's yes. get into it. Uh, <laughs> but... Yeah, Ben asked me like a few times to DJ and I was like, I'm not really a DJ. And then like I think the third or fourth time he's like, Okay, I promise I'll stop asking you after that. <laughs> and I was like, ah, okay, fine. Um, but Ben and Chelsea both kinda t- taught me how to DJ and um And they mentored you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like the good cop, bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's good cop and who's bad cop? Well, I just remember Ben was um we were like really stoned and he was teaching me how to DJ and he was getting very impatient with me and he's like just just do it just mix it and it was very helpful and then Chelsea was like Chelsea was like Ben like calm down like Blake this is what you do take your time right. like yeah anyways Ben impatient <laughs> <laughs> we're teasing him we're teasing him wonderful well so next up we have Ben and also David Siska David Siska has been a um, DJ for for uh, I you can't even imagine how spectacular his record collection is but um, he is a one half of um, uh, Sonic Sunset yes uh, which is a fantastic website there are spectacular mixes on it and he was also on Chelsea's show, and it was one of my absolute favorite shows uh, that I got to listen to um, on Calex, our nemesis. <laughs> um, but I have Roche and David Siska here in the studio with us, and they will be uh, putting together a segment together uh, just right after this track. Thank you.
and I am back with David Siska. Hello, sir. How's it going? Good. Thanks a um, lot for having me and doing doing oh. this segment. This is this is awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is really amazing. I have I basically brought my whole musical family. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what were we just listening to? Uh, we were just listening to one of Chelsea's productions as Chirushi. Mm-hmm. This is that was a track called "Everything Is Color." Everything mm-hmm. is in color, and it's from the Memory of Water um, album. And that came out on 100% Silk, I believe. Yeah, yeah that, that was from the 100% Silk album, mm-hmm. uh, released on uh, released on cassette. Fantastic. And you have another record queued right now. I do. Um, for those of you who have uh, checked out Chirushi, Chirushi's SoundCloud, which I would absolutely encourage you to do, um, you'll see that she has radio shows archived from different eras of music and different styles of music. Mm-hmm. And one of the more popular um, segments she did was on on UK rave music. It was one of her one of her favorites to dig through the uh, the archives of of rave classics. And mm-hmm. this is one that she she absolutely loved to play. I heard her play this so many times. Um, this is uh, Mental Cube. So this is love, and this. This is uh, produced by the uh, Future Sound of London guys, and it's circa circa ninety one or so. So, um, a really interesting and and cool track, which I think you'll see how it sort of influenced the type of music that that Chelsea made. Fantastic. Uh, so you are listening to Infinite Beat. This is David Siska uh, putting records on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 
was that, Dave Siska? This was C.J. Bolland. It's a classic of his called Camargue. And mm-hmm. uh, one that I'm ashamed to admit that Chelsea introduced me to because I'm older than she is. And so I should have known that business. <laughs> And, and I might add. On, yeah, she has said on the show that you know more about music than she does, but I feel like she knows more than you think. Mm, yes. Yeah. That's certainly the case. <laughs> um, and she also had introduced that one, which is the reason I played it, for uh, uh, to Patrick from uh, Brouhaha as well. So, you know, she's influencing people from all across the Bay with, with the... Uh, with the up-tempo rave sounds. Yeah, she is schooling everybody about up-tempo rave songs. Absolutely. And what's next? So next up, I've got a uh, probably... Uh, certainly, my the favorite my favorite track of of Chelsea's that I've heard, and and she felt it was one of the best things that that she's ever done, and it's yet to be released, but soon to be released. So mm-hmm. this one is called uh, "Your Love Is Smoke in My Hands."
Welcome back. You are listening to Infinite Beat on Radio Valencia. Um, that was a track, an unreleased track by Trushi called Your Love is Smoke in My Hands. Such a good song name. Um, next, we are going to be talking about Johnny Egas, um, who uh, made music as Knocked, but... Um, also was he did a lot of lot of lot of things um he's a definitely a legendary local bay area music head in all fronts like from anything from hip hop to techno to ambient to jazz he was multifaceted and also probably one of the funniest people I've ever met um <laughs> He's definitely a dingus. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to be talking about that. Um, and I have with me um, local synth goddess, the Creatrix. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for that introduction. And I'm incredibly uh, happy and uh, grateful that I... I get to be here to honor a friend, someone that I'm very proud to have known and proud to call a friend, and I feel very happy and proud to call all of you friends, too, actually. The the vibe in this room is so special and so, like, electric. Um, so I'm going to play a few tracks. Um, the first two will be from Noct, and then... I'll finish it off with um, a special song that that reminds me a lot of Johnny. And um, so first, I'd like to play a track called "Together." And um, it was it was something that you know, like Johnny and I would would share a lot of our recorded jams together, just like ask each other for feedback or um, and that was like a really uh, cherished and uh, sweet relationship that I didn't have with a lot of people and uh, it feels good to have done that with Johnny and this is one that he sent me I think it's really beautiful it has this really sweet um, sample in it from Herbie Hancock the the song is Butterfly off that really incredible album Thrust. So this is Together by Noct.
That was Together by Noct. Beautiful. And the next track, uh, also unreleased, 
something he sent me very casually one day. Um, this next track is called Excrescence. <clears throat> and there's like a really cute little story behind this, actually. So um, something that we would nerd out together on a lot were uh, aliens. So we were just talking about aliens a lot. And we would send each other just like the fucking stupidest, like... Um, you know, alien sighting, interview with an alien, like, type, like, YouTube videos. And uh, there's this one video that he sent me, and I think the the title is, like, it's really long. It's, like, real, the interview, real, with uh, alien, uh, fantastic, 2013. I think that's the title <laughs> of it. And it's, and it's an hour long. <laughs> and it's completely... Um, I mean, it's completely like, amazing and just totally, just totally whack. And um, so when they get to the actual, uh, like, what do you call it, uh, reenactment of the interview with the alien, so there's a gray alien sitting at a chair, of course, and then, um, you know, and then there's this, like, uh, kind of, like, old, like, bearded guy, and he's, like, a, a government worker, and then there's this other person in the room who is um, uh, a medium. So because aliens, so that alien uh, communicates telepathically. So the medium is picking up what the alien is saying and then saying it to uh, the government worker. So, um, and, uh, and in this case, the alien gray uh, is talking about how, how they use technology to express spiritual concepts. So... Um, uh, th so the medium is saying out loud, um, as the alien, that the human body is a vehicle, a vessel. The vessel must be maintained to serve the spirit with maximum efficiency. But a broken vessel can be replaced. The spirit, the soul, can have many vessels. And then the government interviewer says, is the process natural or technological? And then the medium says, both are one. Technology is a natural excrescence of humanity. Technology is a process the vessel uses to perfect itself. And then the interviewer is starting to get like really impatient and then uh, says, so this transference of the soul from vessel to vessel that your kind creates the mechanics for, um, did it predate intellectual creation, blah, blah, blah. And he's starting to get like really impatient in base and then just asks, so how is it done? And then the alien medium says, just says, before understanding comes acceptance. The question is meaningless. So, um, so he sent it to me, and I watched the interview, and I thought it was like just totally like so deep and beautiful. And I'm like, okay, I understand what you're trying to say, Johnny. It's this is pretty cool. Um, and it was, um, it's like you know, a really important conversation to have and. Uh, a cool thing to remember that like the sort of this constructed dichotomy of what is natural and what is technology is just totally false, right? Um, and uh, so I, I, feel, I kind of feel like, you know, Johnny is an alien, like we're all these aliens and that we are very advanced technology and music is technology and it expresses uh, spiritual concepts whether we like believe it in or not. Um, 
So after he sent me that, and then we had the conversation. The next day, he's the next day he messages me and he sends me a file. And he's like, "Oh, by the way, um, here's a track that I just recorded where I sampled the interview." <laughs> and um, so, <laughs> so this track is called Excrescence, and yeah, here it is.
That was Excrescence by Noct. And uh, I'm going to play, I'm going to throw on a record, actually, this, uh, many of you might know this, it's called Sueño Latino, and uh, let's see, this is one of the, uh, one of the earlier versions of it, this song has been uh, sampled so much, and I, I think that I first heard it um, when uh, I bought the record that uh, Derek May uh, remix, so it was like the May Day remix of Sueño Latino. Uh, it's which is like very beautiful and it's like it's very um, it's like very cerebral and like rhythmic, beautiful. And then um, I also I've heard it like the track uh, what is it? Uh, Do you love me by Skeletor? great track also samples this anyways there's been a ton um and this one in particular i i always loved it because it has very sexy vocals in it and um but i for some i don't know i I couldn't get into it at first because there's just this really like there's just this guitar solo just like wailing just very cheesy guitar solo on it um and uh Johnny had come over to hang out with me and Nihar, and we were hanging out in the studio, and uh, we were talking about the song, and Johnny actually said that the the one with the guitar solo was, was his favorite version, and um, and he said that he he plays it all the time, and I was like, that's wild. Um, and I actually found out then, because he told me that the guitar solo is actually, uh, it's played by uh, Manuel Godching. So um, so I didn't know that. And so we put on the record after he said that, because I'm just like, okay, I want to listen to it with New Year's, and we listen to it. It's, it's pretty incredible. Um, and it's a very, I get a very warm feeling whenever I listen to it now. Uh, so I'm going to put it on. And here it is, Sueño Latino.
sueño que me lo das y lo siento todo dentro de mí. Déjame, me estoy bañando. Agua fresca está entrando en mí. Me baño. La armonía de tu cuerpo, el sonido suave de tu voz, me entra en la piel y me llega hasta el corazón. Me lleva en el baño. De verdad es falsedad, donde el amor es la única cosa, amor. top of the hour a little bit past actually you're listening to infinite beat i am topazu and our next guest uh who will be speaking about johnny gatz knocked is uh one of my favorite local producers he has been on the show before he is on opal tapes he has a great party called intersection in oakland i have my wonderful friend russell butler here in the studio here to talk about johnny Hey everyone. So I met uh, Johnny Egaz um, in 2015. Um, I opened up uh, a party here in San Francisco called Surface Tension um, at F8. And um, that night was a really special night for me because um, there'd been a lot going on in terms of um, uh, police brutality. And uh, that was around the time that um, uh, we lost Sandra Bland. And um, that night was especially special for me because I was, uh, I was able to kind of experience a form of catharsis in my performance. Um, and that night I got kind of co-signed by a lot of people in the scene that we're a part of that I really respect, people that I look up to. And I didn't know Johnny. I didn't know Johnny was... Um, was or would become one of those people for me. Um, he came up to me with this like, it's like really beautiful, like vibrant energy. 
it's like the biggest smile. He was so excited. He already knew about my music, which to me still was just like really strange experience for me. And uh, and but I I kind of had some boundaries up because I was like, this dude is way too enthusiastic. Like I do not understand. <laughs> um, and he was like, I have this party. I really want you to play it. And at that point, I wasn't really getting getting booked much for DJ sets. And he booked me for his party at um, SF Underground uh, Outpost. And dude even, like, gave me a ride home that night and stuff and was, like, the best. And we would talk about, like, how incredible the bass scene is and how we try to put artists of color on and queer people on in our events and stuff. And um, and we would trade tracks occasionally. And uh, I didn't realize when he was alive just how prolific of an artist he was um, until maybe a week after the fire. And I went onto his SoundCloud and was like, oh, I should like download all this stuff from, from Johnny, like totally illegally, because that would be fine. Um, and, uh, and I came across these two tracks, and I'm obsessed with drum tracks. I love drum tracks. I'm a live performer. I play with drum machines. I just love nothing more than just like a dope rhythm. And he had these two tracks called 808 tracks, um, and they're just like live jams, but the thing that I love most about live drum machine tracks is that you can really hear the artist's hand. Like, you can really hear all of their su most subtle motions when they change the sequences, when they change the parameters of the different sounds that are coming out. You can just really hear them. Um, and so this tra these tracks to me are like, he's with us, you know? They're like, he's this presence, um... And I just want to, I've been trying to do this lately, but I, I just want to talk to, I just want to talk in a way that's to him right now. Um, uh, Johnny. These tracks are so dope. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't realize that you had this in you. Um, I didn't realize... Uh, that you could move me this deeply. And I'm going to play these, like, every chance I get. So, thank you. And I love you. And I miss you. And I still hear you.
And now for our next segment, uh, our next group of guests actually are um, some pretty wonderful, terrific people that I adore. Um, we have three wonderfully talented people who are going to be telling you about a beautiful, lovely, spectacular human being, someone who's late, an un- unbelievable talent as a selector. And as a curator of an amazing local party, Triworks has truly been nothing but a gift. The last segment is for and about Griffin Madden. And I have DJs Ash Williams and Triworks DJs Denim Decades and Dorian here with me today. So they're going to take over the show. And uh, yeah, take it away.
Alright, hello, hello, hello. This is Ash Williams. Um, we were just listening to a track by Jex called Studio E. Um, and I'm joined here by Dorian and Denim Decades, Saya and Sky of Triworks. Um, and that first track, I just had a little story about I was trying to think about what tracks to choose for this. And I... And, a little over a year ago, I had a conversation with Griffin where we had very similar tastes in music and we're always kind of sharing when we had a chance to talk. And this was off of one of our favorite labels, uh, Running Back. So I was usually all up all over this, but um, he showed me this track and it was this just huge track, as you just heard. And I guess what struck me about it um, was... I feel like we all try to play tracks like we all, we all when we're starting DJing want to play these huge huge room tracks and this track you know when we start DJing aren't necessary you know when we start DJing we aren't necessarily DJing uh, huge rooms and this track was yeah I mean yeah let's be real uh, yeah, not to not to speak uh, <laughs> too candidly but yeah it's it's it was such an awesome track, and I just heard all this ambition in it, and I heard all this, and, and in addition to just being a dope track that, that we would share, and and it was emblematic, as, as Griffin kind of was, of these, you know, when, when we're getting our starts, when we're, when we're really getting into dance music, what, um, what all that means, and what, um, how much ambition is built in that to go out and get turntables, and to go start buying records and to start just researching all of this music so um i didn't get to talk to griffin too many times but this one conversation we had was built around this track so i thought it was really special and wanted to share it with you guys but we have a few other tracks lined up and um uh and so i guess yeah we can get on to a few more uh and i'd like to yeah have Talk to Sai and Sky a bit about about some of these other projects that um, Griffin was involved with, but maybe let's just go with the next track here. So, um, so yeah, here we go with the next track. Waiting in the home rest 
Oh, hi out there, world. Um, my name is Sky. I'm uh, Griffin's brother, other brother. Uh, and what you just heard was cut copy for your mind. Uh, Griffin and I bought that record together with Cash Money in Chicago from Reckless Records uh, three years ago when I, when I first came out. And we split it. And then we've been borrowing the record, and then <laughs> Griffin got too cool, and Cut Copy was not cool anymore at some point. He was playing more <laughs> considerably legitimate um, dance tracks uh, that uh, evaded me, and I, I still I kept listening to Cut Copy, and I kept bringing it back to him, and he was like, it's cool, it's cool, but that was all other cool stuff. <laughs> um, and, and that all happened under the uh, umbrella of the night. Um, that we do together called Triworks, and uh, Jimmy had mentioned before um, big, uh, like uh, bigger room sounding um, tracks. So I just wanted to go back to what Jimmy was saying because it's such a uh, it's symptomatic of a, a Madden thing to think that you maybe are playing to hundreds of people when you might only be playing to ten. Um, and so when I would watch Griffin DJ. Um, you know, I don't know where he thought he was. He maybe was in a safari, a jungle, or or or, or something. Uh, so I think for him, in his mind, um, even if it was just one person on the dance floor, it was everything to, to him. Exactly. Um, I totally agree. And uh, Sai is also gonna speak yeah. about our brother. Yeah. Too. Hi. Oh, um, I'm Dorian, um, also known as Saya. Um, music was everything for him. You know, I I truly believe he was a lover of many, many things. Um, me, his family, his work, school, education, everything he was in love with. But at the very end, I think music was what he his heart chose. I fully believe that. And, you know, Sky, we are surrounded by everybody he ever looked up to. And I think he is freaking out right now that like Ben is here and Nihar is here and we're all, he is on a talk show along with Nak and Chirushi. She He is freaking out. I think Griffin represented the very seed of where we all begin. You know, he I remember him hunched over his the turntables I got for him every single night, every single morning, with a cup of coffee right beside him in his boxers. <laughs> and, you know, he always commented on my bad posture. He's like, you're going to get a hunchback. I'm like, no, 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 no. The way you're hunched over those turntables every day, you're going to get a hunchback before me. But he, you know, he started off at CalX where he discovered Chirushi. She was his idol. And, um, you know, the on December 5th, he was going to be a part of, you know, Run the Length with Golden Donna. Um, and he was so excited. Um, I just remember his DJ practices and all through the fall, he was like preparing for December 5th. I'm, that's what I'm practicing for. Um, and I just remember him before bed, that's what he would do. And his dream was to become 
a master at vinyl, and I know he did that. Mm-hmm. And his next step was to follow Chirushi's and not step of creating music. And you know, we've all been there. Is how I see it as, and he represents that that youth, that um, ambition, that dedication. He really, you know, shares with us and continues to inspire us to keep that legacy going on. We have a lot of work to do. Yeah. So Sky Triworks, right? Summer, Tokyo. 2016 or 2017 whoops we're, we moved on from that um, you know that's our next step we're gonna keep that spirit going on never stopping you only live forever uh, up next we're gonna hear a track by Bond and we will close off with Sorichi Terada's Got To Be Real we love you Griffin forever
So I want to thank all of my guests today. Roche, David Siska, The Cratrix, Russell E.L. Butler, Ash Williams, Denim Decades, Dorian, Blake, Blake, Blake. And um, I want to especially thank Chelsea and Johnny and Griffin. I hope you were listening. I I hope that you're proud of us. Because I'm proud of us. And this podcast is for you. You inspire me, have taught me so much about what it is to be a great human being. And you give me strength. And I'm not going to pretend to know anything but this. <laughs>